I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Convivial Homeschool Audio Blog, Episode 58. Welcome to the Convivial Homeschool Audio Blog, short but meaty focus sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. As mother teachers, what we most need is an educational philosophy. Actually, we all have one, but is it a good one? Season 10 will be taken from my series where I've been blogging through the great tradition, classical readings about what it means to be an educated person. After all, learning more about ourselves and our job and our students is key to consistency and sanity over the long haul. Let's dig in. I'm reading the book, The Great Tradition, Classic Readings on What It Means to Be an Educated Human Being, and posting about it as I go. The commonplace quote that I'm contemplating today is from page four. The selection is from Plato, the first philosopher on education to be included at length. Solomon's Proverbs are earlier and just as, indeed more so, applicable to education, but it's no surprise that a book on classical education begins with Plato. Divine writ is its own category. Here, in this book, We have uninspired texts from observant men who want the best for their culture and society. And Plato tells us that teachers are learners too. Quote, Every one of us should seek out the best teacher whom he can find, first for ourselves, who are greatly in need of one, and then for the youth, regardless of expense or anything. What I love most about this quote is how it acknowledges that we as teachers, even Plato himself as a master teacher, have not arrived and are not all-sufficient. We don't have to teach out of our own sufficiency and our own mastering of the subject. We don't have to be a master before we begin to teach. Plato again, quote, But I cannot advise that we remain as we are. We cannot teach from complacency. Plato is speaking to teachers, but also to his general audience. None of us should remain as we are, but instead seek out teachers. We should seek out teachers for ourselves before we seek them out for our children. Mothers must be both teachers and learners. As mothers home with our children all day, every day, We are their primary influence, especially in their younger years. We can't just wing it and expect great results or satisfaction. If we can be always learning, always growing, always stretching, we will be happier and we will be modeling for our children the life we're asking them to embrace. What are some of the ways that you have sought out teachers for yourself? Next, we look at the portrait of a graduate. You know that I like to ask what education is for and what it truly is. So, I'm loving the great tradition, classical readings on what it means to be an educated human being, because it's basically a giant book entirely made up of essays written on that question throughout history. Today's excerpt is a list of what a graduate should look like. What is the point of education? It is to prepare people for life. Even modern progressive education seeks this end 
The difference is found in the kind of life that people are being prepared for. Is life primarily about getting, spending, and producing? Or is life about something higher? As Christians, we believe life is for God's glory. The ancients did not fully apprehend this truth, but they did earnestly seek the truth as far as they could, and I think the list of attainments that they sought here is a full expression of maturity. To be educated is to be prepared for life, wise and complete. This selection is from Isocrates, an educator whose school was established before Plato and who was more influential in his own era than Plato or Socrates. Of course, he didn't write it as a bullet list, but what he did write easily fits in that format. So I took the liberty to make it so. This is from the first paragraph on page 44 of the Great Tradition. Who is educated? Those who, quote, manage well the circumstances they encounter day by day, quote, possess a judgment which is accurate, quote, rarely miss the expedient course of action, quote, are decent and honorable to all men, tolerate, quote, easily and good-naturedly what is unpleasant or offensive in others, are, quote, agreeable and reasonable to their associates, Quote, hold their pleasures always under control. Quote, are not unduly overcome by their misfortunes. Quote, are not spoiled by success and do not become arrogant. Quote, hold their ground steadfastly as intelligent men. This, Isocrates said, makes a wise and complete man. What does this mean for us? Should this be the end that we strive for? Education comes by imitation. We cannot help our children become anything that we are not. If this list of attainments draws us, it is ourselves we need to hold up to it, not our children. We hold our children up to these marks and despair because we see them as children. Maybe there will yet be hope for them if we do not grow weary in doing good. But what is the good that we are not to grow weary in? Merely correcting and reproving them? No, it's growing in these characteristics ourselves. Education is about how we treat others. What struck me about this list is how others-focused it is. It is not a list of knowledge possessed or skills attained. It is about how a person holds himself and treats others. We are not mere brains, and education is not about filling brains or even lighting them on fire. It is about virtue, particularly virtues lived out in community, not an isolated monastic sort of virtue. And yes, even math, grammar, and literature work toward that end. And now it's time for this season's Simple Sanity Saver, Teaching Shakespeare. The second step in teaching Shakespeare after you've read an introduction is to actually begin memorizing it. Yes, memorize some of the play before jumping into the full version. 
familiarity breeds affection, not contempt. Ken Ludwig, author of How to Teach Your Children Shakespeare, writes, Having thought about Shakespeare for most of my life, I have concluded that the best way to learn about his plays, his language, his themes, and his stories with any real depth and integrity is to memorize a few passages from his plays so that you have them at your fingertips. Memorization doesn't have to be an ordeal. During the weeks that you watch and read the play with your children, simply begin by repeating the lines that you've chosen from memory. I like to print the selection in large font with the phrases broken up each on its own line with plenty of white space. This makes it easier to follow and easier to see in the mind's eye for recall. Then, before we read or watch or talk about the play, each time we sit down to do Shakespeare, we repeat each selection all together. That's it. Easy, simple, and it really does work. Of course, you do have to choose the best lines. Ken Ludwig's How to Teach Your Children Shakespeare includes his choices from memory and is a helpful place to start. However, there are no canonical right lines to memorize. Well, except maybe to be or not to be. It's not really something that you can mess up. Pick lines that you like, leave out the speeches you don't, and never be afraid to pick and choose. In addition to the expert selections like Ludwig shares in his book, you can also look at sites like these. Absolute Shakespeare's list of famous quotes by play is a great place to learn those lines that show up subtly in a thousand contexts since Shakespeare's day. Shakespeare-monologues.org is the perfect site to find speeches to select for memory work. Actors use this site to find selections for auditions. I have also made the printables that I have used to teach Shakespeare available to download for free. Just visit simplyconvivial.com Shakespeare and you'll get access to download the pages for more than half a dozen plays that we've already studied in our homeschool. Thank you for listening to the Convivial Homeschool audio blog. At simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the episodes, any download links, and also sign up to get an email whenever a new episode comes out. I always appreciate your reviews also and Facebook shares. Education starts with humility. So let's repent, rejoice, repeat. <laughs>